laugh at this next part. In a world of political correctness and cancel culture, two comedians have risen up to prove that with the right angle, anything can be funny. This is You Can't Laugh at That. Who writes these? Huh? We should have this person locked up and looked at. Live from Golden Ox Studios in Cleveland, Ohio, it's Steve Mers and David Horning on this week's episode. We are live from the Cleveland Comedy Festival as part two of our recording, but we're not actually currently live. But we recorded live. This second part of the episode is called Callbacks, where we bring back six previous guests of You Can't Laugh at That, and they trade topics with one another with 24 hours notice. So they wrote, they each wrote their jokes within 24 hours about someone else's topic to prove that from multiple angles, you can laugh at any topic. So sit back and enjoy this episode of You Can't Laugh at That with Steve Murs, John Armstrong, Brett Thomas, Joe Graham, Riley Nesbala, Dave Flint, and Tim Cornette. Hey everyone, before you start this episode of You Can't Laugh at That, be sure to rate us on your podcast platform of choice. Make sure you give us five stars so that the algorithm works in our favor so we can get this podcast out to more people. Because the point of this podcast is to prove that anything can be funny. So whether you're trying to write a joke about this topic or you're having a hard time finding the humor in any given situation, we want to be able to say, hey, point to whatever episode this is and you can see that it's okay to laugh at whatever topic that episode is about. That's our point. That's why we're here. So if you could do that, that helps us a lot. Share with your friends. Follow us on social media. Like us on Facebook at You Can't Laugh at That. Follow us on Twitter at You Can't Laugh Pod. And if you become a patron at patreon.com forward slash You Can't Laugh Pod, you'll get access to hours of footage that's never been seen or heard from any of these episodes. We've got bonus footage from episodes with Greg Stone and Anthony DeVito and Mary Santora and John Armstrong. I mean, so many different episodes with bonus content that you've never heard before. Patreon.com forward slash you can't laugh pod for $5 a month that you get access to all kinds of exclusive footage. Follow us on social media, rate us, share us with your friends, talk about us at dinner. And remember that no matter how difficult things may seem, no matter how stressed you may be, there's always a way to laugh at that. Hope you enjoy this episode. This is a segment we're calling Callbacks, which is super original, and no other comic has used that to title a segment on their podcast ever. Uh, this is what we're going to do is we are bringing on previous guests front of the podcast, and they are going to uh, share a joke about a topic that wasn't theirs. Uh, this, that I could probably word that better, um, and then we're going to talk about that. So, without any further ado, uh, we are going to bring up your first comedian, Tim Cornette. Yeah. yeah. Where, where, where am I? Am I? Is this sit down or stand up comedy? It's stand up. Okay. Do I just say it? Do you tell? 
Do I t- say what the topic is? Or? Uh, let's, yeah, just tell the joke and then we'll, we'll talk about the topic for a couple minutes and then uh, you can Okay, so I guess you guys can just figure out what the topic is yep. by context of what I'm talking okay. about. That was, it's kind of a weird setup because I only have two minutes. So now I'm just talking about swear words. Or cu- is that what it is? Curse words. Curse words. words. Curse words. Cursive swear- language. Yeah, cursing. It's, it's funny. See, see, now I have something to springboard off of. See, now what's funny is that out of the entirety of language, at least half the words are there to register displeasure. And then yet a small segment of those words are forbidden. But it kind of makes sense because, like, there's cases where you, like, where any other word doesn't, like, work out. If you, like, walk in and see your best friend in bed with your wife, you're not, like, outrageous! (laughs) (laughs) Or if you, like, stub your toe, you're, like, unfortunate! Like it's it's sometimes sometimes cursing is the like it's the more polite option. Like if you're in bed, you're like, how about some mouth sodomy? <laughs> no, turn down the lights. I'm hoping for some sodomy tonight. <laughs> you know what'd be great about cursing if it actually was like intertwined with actual cursing like you fucking shit mouth motherfucker pestilence plague (laughs) bitch (laughs) that's it Tim Cornette that was my joke that was my observation on cursing alright have a seat or, or you can say, I don't know, whatever's no, okay. comfortable. Okay, no, yeah. no, now I'm doing, now I'm doing panel. Yeah. <laughs> Old Carson show style. Yeah, this is... Get me a cigarette! <laughs> you, <laughs> you know you've made it once you get invited to the couch. Yeah, That's yeah, now we're the... <laughs> or the... the yeah, the, the table, which is... We're on a platform, and the table is not... Yeah, it's I a, thought I had a growth spurt. <laughs> <laughs> we like to make people feel good about themselves. Yeah. Part of the point of this podcast is to make you look good and feel good too. Yeah. So, uh, so curse words. I mean, language is that is that um, something that you've played with in, in jokes before? Like no. Language. Never. No. Not once. What uh, What was your first thing that came to mind? What was the first thing that came to mind when I was like, "Hey, t- tell this joke about curse words." Uh, actually, you know, it was actually kind of personal because, like, my mom had a mouth like a sailor, <laughs> but, like, was deeply offended by, like, the cursing that I would watch, which was pretty much, like, <laughs> Comic View and Eddie Murphy. So it's, like, <laughs> but it is, like, two different kinds of swearing because my mom would be, like, she'd, like, string words together when she'd get mad. She'd, like, she'd be, like, shit, fuck! Like, she had, like, Tourette's, but she was never like, you got to eat the pussy! (laughs) 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 Never once did mom ever say anything. So you you flipped it, though. You made made the joke more about, uh, like, words to replace cuss words. Yeah, because sometimes it was right. Like, sometimes you, like, stub your toe, and you're like, fuck. Mm-hmm. And then, and then I suspected it might be funny if I didn't say fuck, but I said another word. 
<laughs> if you want to peek behind the curtain, see, there was a word that I thought might be funnier than the other word, and then I said that word to thunderous applause. It was from the, the, yeah. like six from the six there. people yeah. in here, yeah. I could tell. It, it felt like at least seven when you, yeah. you told that one. It's because I read that book on Cicero. <laughs> it's a well-structured argument. Oh, structured argument yeah. by Cicero. I would, yeah. I would not have switched those words otherwise. Yeah, uh, Dave. The, the, the episode was with Dave Flint. And, oh, okay. Uh, what was he, what was your take, Dave? Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Oh, words. Who yeah. cursed him in the first place? Who cursed him in the first place? Who cursed him in the first place? That's yeah. a good question. Yeah, because yeah, you have the bit about uh, the inside of the elbow. You thought that was uh, uh, the cunt. <laughs> I mean, I, I did. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, so that's like a fun. T- like I love the take of like from a place of innocence, like looking at something that isn't innocent from the, the, that perspective, as if a baby might cuss. Yeah, right. And and you kind of. Did that a little bit yeah. in your bit as well. Yeah. Awesome, man. It's funny. Cunt is a funny word, too. Like, why is that so much like, I can call you a pussy and I can call you a cunt. Why is, like, me calling you a cunt so much worse unless we're in England? See, people need to stop, <laughs> stop getting so arbitrary about what offends you. Mm. Frankly, yes, thank you. We designate. One person is applauding, the rest of you are cunts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. It is. It's just bandied about in the UK. Just like yeah, yeah. They don't. They don't care. It's, it's, I use it that it's, way. It's words. What does it matter? You know what I think is offensive? War. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll end on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks you for having me. <laughs> Tim Cornell. All right, your next comic coming to the stage, uh, he, we just talked to him. He did an episode about, about curse words, but today he's going to talk about suicide. Please welcome Dave Flint. I feel like this was secretly a plot to try to counsel me. <laughs> it's like, hey, hey, Dave, you busy tomorrow? Do a bunch of suicide jokes. <laughs> this is career suicide. So, yeah, I just, just jump into it. But, uh... Jump I'm terrible at planning stuff, so I wrote all these suicide jokes on the way over here. Uh, suicide is sad, but what's sadder is when it doesn't work. <laughs> now you sit in the hospital like, damn, I can't do nothing right. You can kind of like microdose suicide. Just kill yourself a little bit every day. <laughs> Roll up some Newports and bacon and wash them down with a Ford Loco for like a month straight. <laughs> Doctors are like, we managed to save your life, but due to the injuries, you're now a juggalo. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's nothing we can do about it. <laughs> There's another funny suicide thought. Uh, if I ever did kill myself, I'd just paint little googly eyes on my eyelids so it looks like I'm just chilling. <laughs> they don't figure it out for like four weeks later. <laughs> Suicide is like way selfish for real when you think about it. Like my roommate committed suicide, I'd be sad, but I'd also be like, what's up with that half of the light bill? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if I commit suicide, I hope child support harvests my organs and sell them and pay off the rest of my debt. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, yeah, a good way to commit, commit suicide if you're like, too scared to actually like shoot yourself, you could just 
wait for hunting season and go deep in the woods of West Virginia dressed up like a deer. <laughs> Unless nobody find you and nobody shoots you and then you just gotta end up standing there in the woods dressed like a little deer. <laughs> find you a little deer wifey to settle down with. Start a new life. Then her ex-deer husband get out of jail and stab you with his antlers because he saw y'all cuddling watching Netflix and now he's off on the freeway chasing a Ford Bronco. <laughs> Forgot that glove. All right. Uh, so they, they never encourage organ donors to commit suicide. Like there's somebody out there waiting for that kidney transplant right there and you just playing Grand Theft Auto eating Taco Bell in your mom's basement when you could be saving a life. You think they would call you once in a while to check, like, bring, like you're still alive? All right, we need those organs, but if you're not doing anything later, we got some free tickets to see Travis Scott, so. Oh, damn. Go ahead and knock yourself off. <laughs> knock yourself out of it. This is so awkward. All right, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just end with this. I wrote a uh, top 10 ways to kill yourself. Do a old school David Letterman suicide bit. Uh, all right, top 10 ways to kill yourself. Number one. Uh, slap Mike Tyson. <laughs> Number two, uh, fly Spirit Airlines at all, ever, for any reason. <laughs> Number three, take a nap at a Travis Scott concert. <laughs> Number four, be black within 100 feet of the police. Uh, five, go to Little Italy and snap in half a handful of pasta. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't. Six, uh, get vaccinated and wait a few years. Seven, don't get vaccinated and wait a few years. Eight, eat a KFC biscuit with no water. Nine, drink Lake Erie water. Ten, go to a Browns game wearing a Steelers jersey. Eleven, Cheat at a dice game in East Cleveland. Uh, Twelve. <laughs> Twelve. <laughs> Marry Jada Pinkett and just wait. <laughs> and the last one. The last one is a. Uh, the last. The last one is just take a nap at Travis Scott concert. <laughs> that's all, that's all my all suicide right. material. Dave Flint. Yeah. Keep <laughs> going. I like, I like how your top 10 list, you were just like, 10 is an arbitrary number. Yeah, 10, 14, it's all the same. Yeah. You know, what are numbers even? Yeah, I know, right? Like it's, yeah. hey, I've never seen ha uh, somebody have so much fun with suicide. <laughs> uh, yeah, me, me either, especially during the process. <laughs> it's the One of journey. my best friends killed himself and we was like, uh, we was probably like 16, 17, and he OD'd on these pills. And I remember it's like, his uncle was like so enraged. Like, he was a fucking psycho, but he, after, after like the whole thing, he took me in the woods. He's like, man, I gotta talk to you, man. Come here. I'm like, oh shit, this is creepy. And he's like, he's like, man, we gotta get the motherfuckers who did this. I'm like, uh, he kinda already did. He <laughs> killed himself. <laughs> <laughs> that was just like weird. He has so much anger behind it. I'm like, I don't. Who do you? Who do you want me to do, man? Like, I don't know. Mm. 
that, uh, dude. You ever thought about killing yourself before? I think everybody has. Yeah. On some level. Well, well here, here's here's the difference between thinking about it. Did you actually like go through the planning motions of like trying? Like, what would I like? Dangling your feet off the edge of something really big or something. No, I, I mean, I the only, the deepest I've thought about it was writing a joke because like I'm not scared to die, but I am scared of how people are gonna find my body and like I'm gonna have fun with that, and, you know. So what like type, the googly eye thing. What type of outfit are you gonna wear when you kill yourself? Let's ask Steve. I'm pretty sure you try to carry yourself. Oh, for a suit. Steve. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. he already had this answer waiting. He's like, "Soon as they ask me, yeah. <laughs> it's already ironed." Yeah. yeah. Side note: Everybody, keep an eye on Riley Lance Baller. Everybody, right. <laughs> just in case. got a suicide outfit over there. I did a bucket list years ago that was just like yours, but yours was way funnier. By the way, I just want to get that out of the way. Mine was like, uh, but I just went. I did the angle of like it's a bucket list of like things you do, but they all end up. You all like you'll end up dead with all these. But kick uh, the bucket list. The only one that I still like is play a shotgun barrel like a jug in a honky tonk band. (laughs) 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 That's a fun one. Uh, It's so long you gotta like pull the trigger with your toe. Like so. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, that's that's a hilarious way to die. That's what it broadcast it live on TikTok. Why did you pick this for the topic? Like (laughs) it was uh, so everybody here like. So the the six people who are here have been on on the podcast, and I just switched up topics. Oh, okay. So okay. like Joe Graham, uh, his his topic was suicide for his episode, and so, so I don't know I about killing yourself, but if you want yeah. to kill your comedy career, two minutes of suicide jokes Dude, live the, on a they podcast. Were, they were good though. Like they were they were kind of like lighthearted. Like <laughs> it's like you added some silliness to it, which I think like softens the blow on. on Topics like that. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, quite a topic. I mean, go- <laughs> like googly eyes and like the deer thing. Like it, it's, it's. I'm, I'm gonna murder myself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but first, some glitter. <laughs> yeah, I, I noticed that too. The 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 six of you who are doing this, it's uh, suicide, assassinations, death. Like those are three of the topics. So Sheesh. we're getting dark here, baby. <laughs> Dave, anything else you want to add? Uh, I haven't done it so far. <laughs> so I mean, I guess things are going good. All right, Dave Flint. Let's hope things keep going good. All right, thanks, thanks, appreciate it. Yeehaw! All right, I, I think this is fun. Maybe we should switch up the format of the podcast and just do this for from now on. I don't know. I'm going through a midlife crisis. Um, All right, coming up to the stage next is uh, his episode was about Catholic priests, but today he is going to talk about assassinations. It's Riley Nisbala. We're going out of order already. Oh, yeah, I did. I messed up. I don't give a shit. Um, I I like that um, assassins, you know, they have a code, right? Like, they're not... They're not cold-blooded killers. They follow a code. No women, no children. Right? If I was an assassin, though, I'd corner that market. Like, I would only kill... I'd be like a pediatric assassin. That's what I'd go for. Like, baby Hitler? (laughs) Would I? Yeah. That's like my Super Bowl. Um, There's one assassin... Uh, legendary assassin and he lived by that code no women no children he was prolific you know he was feared by his enemies and those who would employ his services Uh, he was so deadly and um, 
by the way, I had 24 hours to write this joke. Uh, anyway, he was, he was so deadly. <laughs> and he never killed a woman or a child. He killed hundreds. And then one day he got sloppy, killed a woman and her child in their home. And he left Prince, dropped a weapon. He was caught a day later, went to prison, never spoke about it. And uh, on his deathbed, you know, one of the prison nurses asked him, you know, hey, why did you kill that woman? Why did you get so sloppy? Why did you break your code? And he said, well, uh, she knew I was a killer. Why did she lie about being on birth control? <laughs> so, you know. Ooh, that's a two for 24 hours. Uh, that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> Riley Nizbala. I like that the the pediatric like killer angle. Oh yeah, the one that was a joke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just like, what do you do for a living? Like, how do you respond? I work with kids. Yeah, <laughs> I work with kids. <laughs> People are worried about pedophiles. I feel like there's an entire profession that that we need to keep an eye out for. And that's well, that. I mean, no one's getting paid to be a pedophile. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's not a very prolific market. For yeah. sure. No one goes They're getting paid in exposure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, so other than it being 24 hours, which is I mean, that's that's an any that's a good way to to break the tension on this. Well, it's good cuz I've been writing a lot of jokes about uh femicide anyway, so yeah. just not assassination, mostly crimes of passion. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Has it did it open up like the perspective on that topic? <laughs> You're looking at me like I'm being serious. Uh, <laughs> no, um, I don't know. My like, I, literally, what I did today is I, I listened to like an old episode of the Ron and Fez show where people were like calling in street jokes, seeing if I could work assassination into one of them. But they were all just racist, so uh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So there were no assassination jokes. So you're like, oh, no, man, unfortunately, I gotta, I gotta wing this. I gotta get, gotta get sloppy. Yep. Yeah, but that sounds like like an actual joke, like the way you set it up, like it was a street joke. Yeah, it's like it's like ninety percent of street jokes are just like all right, something mundane, then something awful. Mm -hmm. So that that was one that was that's sort of Riley Nesbala original. Because I feel well, like no, let's not okay. call it that. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna distance myself from this. Yeah. Okay. All right. So cool. Um, I mean, do you have any like bits on? Like murder, death, assassination. No, not yet. Apparently not. <laughs> I'm trying to stretch you as a writer. Is what this no. podcast is about. Um, yeah, I have. I actually have a really funny new joke about murder, but it's not assassin. Like it's not an assassination thing. Okay. It's about a serial killer. Okay. I'm not gonna do it uh, all right, right all now. Right. All right. Yeah, so, so stay tuned for that. Everybody, uh, make sure you go to whatever show Riley's on. Yeah, Hatfields. Go to Hatfields every Thursday. I'm there going you. there tonight. If you're listening to this live, I'll be there in two hours. All right. Get there. Um, will, will you work on that joke anymore, the assassination one? Probably it, not. Nah, all right. No. <laughs> I was hoping. That what you, was who, like, who did the, who was your assassination get person for the? Tim Cornette. Oh, was he still here? Tim Cornette. Uh, no, he, he bounced right when he was done. Uh, I've never heard his assassination joke. It was, it, God, what was it about? It was, and I know this wasn't an episode you were on, uh, Steve. I think it was Jeremy that was, that was on it with, 
the guy, the guy, was it on the guy who killed JFK, Haley Joel Osment or whatever his name was? No. Haley Joel Osment yeah. killed JFK. <laughs> That's who I would kill. If I had to go back in time and kill a child, it would be Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> um, just wanted to clear the air on that. But yeah, the world, I mean, the, that, that Silicon Valley show did not need that character. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is un, we don't need him. It was the beginning of the end. Hello, Mr. Gump. It's his best line ever. What happened <laughs> over the last? Oh, like I feel like over the last five years, everybody's just trying to cast Haley Joel Osment and stuff. It's like, remember this kid? He was in, he's been in the boys. He's been in the Looked at myself in the mirror. If I met him, and he was like, "Why do people want?" I'd be like, "I don't even think about you at all." <laughs> That's kind of how I feel about Haley Joel Osment. Yeah. He does have an assa- like a, an assassin's name though. There's a, it's always like the three. Yeah, that was the joke for sure. Yeah. Um, Anything with three names is like either a serial killer or just like a B-list actor. Mm-hmm. You know? Why do you have to... What about your... Well, no, I guess that's just an initial. I was going to say John F. Kennedy. Yeah. <laughs> the middle initial, those are the ones who get. Yeah. Get got. Was it, what was Abraham Lincoln's middle name? I don't think they had him back then. Yeah, you're probably right. It's too John Wilkes excessive. Booth. They're, they're all three, you know, mm-hmm. assassins, serial killers. Martin Luther King, there's one. Yeah. Assassi- assassinees? Assassin, you know? What's the word? Yeah. All right, well, that's fun. Uh... <laughs> hey, who's, who's next? <laughs> All right, we're done here. Uh, Riley does next. Yeah! There we go. I thought that went really well. Who cares? <laughs> like, you guys are like, oh no, this is awkward. Who gives a fuck? That's, yeah, like, it's baked into this. Just have some this fun. Thing. This is, this is this stand-up high comedy. stakes. Yeah. There, there are literally no stakes. <laughs> no stakes. No stakes. Um, this is a vegan uh, show. Yep. So, bring, uh, coming up to the stage next, his episode was about suicide. Uh, he's going to talk about John Armstrong's episode, uh, the topic from his episode. It's Joe Graham talking relationships, everybody. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, thank you. Also, I was thinking when you guys this is this is called callbacks. Yeah. So, technically, the way JFK talked, he he committed suicide by assassination. Uh, yeah. There it is. <laughs> oh, if I was going to commit suicide, I would jump off a high building, because I feel like when you jump down, there's like a moment where you go, actually, I do want to be alive. You know? Yeah. I feel alive. You're like, this, this was the rush I was looking for. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, damn. Fuck. Um, so, I don't know. I'm supposed to talk about relationships. I have relationships jokes, but I'm bad at relationships in real life. Uh, mainly because one girl ruined it for me. Uh, we went on a date. Uh, we went on one date, and she ruined uh, the value of how I think women value men. Because we went on this date. We met on Tinder. And uh, she texted me the day of and was like, hey, uh, just to let you know, I got my period. Is that cool if we still go out? We're going to go to dinner and we're going to go to a Cavs game. And I was like, yeah, that's fine, whatever. So we get, I get there to pick her up at her apartment and we go to dinner. And while we're sitting down, she goes, just to let you know, I was lying about being on my period. And I was like, okay. She's like, that was a test to see if you would still come out. And I was like, okay. And then we order food at the Mexican restaurant, and she starts crying. And then uh, she tells me that she doesn't want her dad to die. 
And uh, so I started drinking Jack and Cokes. <laughs> and I was like, well, what's going on with your father? And is everything okay? And she was like, no, it's, everything's good. I just am really close to him. And sometimes when I'm hanging out with guys, I cry because of my dad. And I'm like, okay, another Jack and Coke. <laughs> so we go to the Cavs came after eating at the Mexican restaurant. And we get there and we're sitting there and I have like a jacket and a hoodie because it was cold out. And she wore like a t-shirt that was like cute or whatever, but no warmth. And then we're sitting there and I'm already like annoyed because I should have brought one of the boys to the game. <laughs> and she's like, hey, it's really cold. Do you care if I wear your jacket? Like trying to be cute. And I was like, well, actually, if I give you my jacket now, I feel like you won't learn a lesson about wearing your jacket next time. <laughs> and like we, and I was like, you know, if we continue to date, I can't wear three jackets. And she was like, you're a weird guy, and started chuckling. I was like, you're insane. Like you want a boyfriend so bad, I don't want a girlfriend. Um, so then we're leaving and the seats were like decent and we're walking out and we're just like, I'm just kind of like out of it and uh, I'm, I'm standing there and I open up like a soda water and it like explodes and splashes at this, these two guys like walking out of their suite and uh, it splashes all over him and so we keep walking and he gets behind me and he says, you know, I really want to kick this fucking guy's ass right now but I'm gonna let him have a good time. And like the girl and I were like standing there walking and she's like, did you hear that? And I was like, yeah, you know, if he only knew. And she was like, what, that you were, you know, in the Marines or whatever? And I was like, no, that I'm not having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> and this was like three months before I ever did comedy and I realized like what, that I was broken and damaged. And then, uh, yeah, we left. And what really ruined it was when I dropped her off and then I left, she texted me two days later and said she had a fun time and that we should do this again. And yeah, that's, that totally devalued women uh, to me. <laughs> because like I gave every red flag except for like hitting her at dinner. And she was like, you know what? My dad's gonna die one day. <laughs> anyway, that's my time, I guess. I'm Joe Graham, thank you. Graham. Take a seat. Take a seat, Take Joe. a seat, thank you. Joe. You're more of a one-liner comic. I, I like that, that story, man, that was great. Yeah, I don't tell a lot of stories because a lot of them come out, a lot of my stories that have to do with me in real life are uh, obnoxious and like very one-sided mm -hmm. and they make me look like the villain. Oh no! Yeah, I think I, I might be the villain in most of my stories, so I don't tell them. I feel like uh, that it was like an episode of Succession. Like both of you suck. <laughs> like in that joke. It's oh, great. we both. Yeah. yeah. She. I mean, to to say that you're testing someone on a first Tinder meetup. Like Telling all the texts were good. Period too. Yeah, That's I'm weird. on my period, so no sex. Like, of course I can't text you and be like, well. 
my friend uh, Dave's not on this period, so we're going to go watch the Cavs <laughs> rip, up, rip up the Milwaukee Bucks tonight. <laughs> I'll see you in three to seven home games. We're going to watch the Red Wings. <laughs> exactly. The Red Wings. <laughs> nice. Okay, so, so was that the... Because you, you, there was like a different version of that joke from before. Like I remember talking to you about it a couple years ago. Um, what... What changed? Like, I know you had, there were some other punchlines that you left out of this one. The interaction at dinner was much longer. Okay. The Jack and Cokes that were ordered was much longer. The, at the table, it was like a movie. It felt like a TV show, which is why I try not to tell it that way. Because every time he came up, I was like, Jack and Coke. And then she would order, like, an appetizer. And then he'd come back and she'd be like, dinner? And I'd be like, oh, I'll talk uh, Jack and Coke. And then, like, when I went to the bathroom, I saw my guy, and I was like, Jack and Coke. You know what I mean? Like, it's just too much like a movie where just cut it out. It sounds too fake, so. Right. It's not, like, super relevant to the the punchline. Why do you need to know I had eight Jack and Cokes and then drove to the queue? Yeah. You know what I mean? Why do you need to know what my BAC was? Yeah. Yeah, that's superfluous. Yeah. I just wanted to say that word. Um, There was... What was I gonna say? Oh, the uh, the jacket thing. That shit is that is so funny. Yeah, that's really rude. That's the, like that's an eight yeah. Jack and Coke deep thing to yeah. say to someone yeah. to be like like it's something you only say like when you know physically there's nothing the person next to you can do. Yeah, like you're like okay, you can hit me a bunch, but like we're at a Cavs game and I'm not gonna hit you back. So like you're just gonna look really weird. You know what I mean? Just striking me a bunch. I just like the uh, you're trying to teach her a lesson. That's a very it's a very dad move. So I mean, yeah, I mean, like legitimately, I I, I bet the next date she went on, fucking jacket. Mm-hmm. I bet she had one on. I bet she had one wrapped around her waist. And I bet if he wanted one, she was like, no, because you won't learn your lesson. <laughs> that's yeah. That's something we can all learn from Joe Graham teaching these people. Just bring a fucking jacket. They're not heavy. <laughs> that's that's the key to a relationship. Everybody is is jackets. Don't, don't be a bitch. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that goes for dudes too. You know. Yeah. Stop being bitches in relationships for real. It's really annoying. I like. I hate <laughs> when I work with women and like you're like just like a normal dude and you have to like listen to the stories about like dudes being bitches and you're just like what. You're like, yeah, no, my, my boyfriend makes me go to bed at like 9.30. What? He sounds like a bitch. Like, you shouldn't be with that bitch. I'm sorry. Makes me go to bed. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> Steve, anything you want to add? Uh, no. Joe Graham, everybody. Thanks for, Thank uh, thanks for taking the time. All right, two more comics. Two more two topics. More. Got it in you? Come on. All right. I think we got this because uh, your next comic is uh, we used to host a show together at the Greenhouse Tavern, and he is going to talk about something that is totally uncontroversial. We're talking about Catholic priests. Yeah. It's Brett Thomas, everybody. BT. Uh, I only have like one, like one liner about it because uh, I had 22 hours because you didn't have my phone number. Yeah, he did change his number and then didn't tell me. Yeah, so... Broke my heart. I only had 22 hours to write this. I guess I should face the audience. Um, 
This is like all true, by the way. Like this is all based in reality. Uh, I work at a Catholic cemetery. I've been working there for a month. And like whenever a priest gets buried, it's a big deal because it's like a priest, you know. Uh, like one of the differences is is when a regular person gets buried uh, in the package, you can ask for a tent in case it's raining. But if you're a priest, you automatically get two tents. Double. <laughs> but uh, we were burying a priest. We were burying a priest a couple weeks ago, and uh, it was like a Thursday, and like barely anyone showed up. And then like I realized that uh, most of like his friends and like close people couldn't make it because uh, it was a school day. <laughs> <laughs> how's how's that job going man that's (laughs) good i buried like four people today (laughs) (laughs) you gotta (laughs) when people ask how work is going and they don't know that you got a new job that's how you should respond every time it's it never gets old to me. Um, it's like a great uh, topic of conversation. I was uh, I see like a lot of weird stuff. I've only been there for like a month, uh, but <clears throat> this woman just died, and she wanted to be buried with her baby who had like passed away like decades before, and so we had to dig the baby up, and it goes in this like little vault, and then we're like driving around with it all day until like we buried her. And so we lowered a casket down, and we had to put the baby on top. And the baby was like on the uh, ground. And uh, my coworker was like, "Hey, Brett, uh, could you hand me that baby?" <laughs> and like I had to pick it up and hand it to him. <laughs> and then like another time, uh, I know it's about a Catholic priest, but I'm just on the roll. <laughs> I don't. I'm hijacking the show. But like last thing, I'll make it quick. Well. I have a couple, but I have a lot. One, yeah. But um, this couple, this 80-year-old couple died in a car accident together, and we were burying them them at the same time. And uh, the funeral director was like, yeah, we were going to have a double funeral last winter during COVID because this elderly couple were in the hospital with COVID. The wife died, and then we were waiting for the husband to die. But then he got better and is now alive. (laughs) (sighs) Brett, you you have gotten so good at like just using your body language as a punchline. Like it's 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 fascinating to watch. Thanks. Yeah, it's <laughs> so I don't even remember the Catholic priest joke. Oh yeah, uh, they they were the kids. They have, yeah. yeah, kids. Cool. Um, you know what's it with comics having morbid jobs now? Like you got that Chris Paul like hauls away dead bodies. Didn't AJ? A- right. AJ hauls away dead animals. Yeah. You guys yeah. better have some really funny shit that comes. <laughs> I mean, next we have someone that has to kill the animals and people. 
Yeah, yeah. Riley's an assassin. Oh, so yeah, that's it's, true. Yeah. It's suicide. Everybody's dying. There's just a lot of death. This is fun. Yeah, this is funny. I don't want to make excuses for myself, but I, I kind of want to talk about this. I, I feel like it would just be a good conversation about Catholic priests. Like, I feel like it's kind of hard to talk about because a lot has been said about Catholic priests right. over the years. Like, there's a lot of, like, hacky jokes. There's, like, a lot of good ones, but it's like, I don't know. I, I feel like it's just funny because they're supposed to be, like people of God and, and then they're not yeah <laughs> and that's why there's so many <laughs> jokes yeah um, yeah I mean it's easy to fall into that trap of just like oh they're touching kids but it's like what twist can you add to it that, that makes it your own you know one more funeral story one more and then we gotta move on to your last comic thanks is this cool I hope I don't take up too much time I'll make it quick yeah alright just get, get to the story so we buried this like guy and like we waited forever because we had to wait for the funeral to leave to bury him but they were there for like an hour and then like the funeral director waved us down and said that like the important people have left and then we get there and this, we have to lower this casket in and it's all these people in their like, 20s and 30s and they're all drunk and then like there's just like one guy and like he's like literally on drugs because like he can't, he's out of his mind and like we're like lowering the casket in he's throwing change in and they're like you said you wanted bus fare <laughs> and then um, he had these really expensive glasses on and was like rapping at the casket as it was getting lowered into the hole and then uh, his glasses fell in and my coworker's like do you want me to get those and he's like nah man it's meant to be leave them <laughs> And then um, they were there for three hours just drinking. At the mm-hmm. cemetery? Yeah. just That's a hot spot, man. Yeah. The tailgate before and after a funeral. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, there's no food, just alcohol and drugs. Eh, that's how I'd like to go, man. Thank you. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Brett Thomas. Here we go, Brett! <laughs> All right, your final comic of this uh, of this experience is uh, is John Armstrong, and he will be talking about death. John Armstrong, everybody. there you go. What hasn't been said yet today? Death row. <laughs> I was trying to figure out. I got to piggyback real quick. I was trying to figure out: was that a black funeral or a white funeral? It was a black yeah, because like bus fare, and then what was the other thing? Yes, yes. But then it was like they was drinking the whole time because black funerals, there is a limited amount of liquor. Like it, it'll be like four people around one bottle, and they hide the bottle from everybody else. So, so to please tell me, Brett. One third of it. Yeah. <laughs> bus fare. That's fucked up. Alright, uh, so death. Uh, I really, um, I, this was hard because I don't, I don't really, I couldn't think of none. But in the last few years, I've actually dealt with too much death. I ain't dealt with death like this, ironically, since I was a teenager. Everybody black in the 90s remembers how many people died every summer. It was pretty bad. And then um, I had a quietness, and then it started happening again. 
my uncle died in this time around 2019. It was right before the pandemic, and uh, it was he was like my brother because we were the same age. Uh, some very black shit for your mother and your grandmother to be pregnant at the same time. <laughs> but we were, but we was the same age, so we was like brothers. So that's how we grew up. But he he passed away, and so um, we're at the funeral, we're at the wake or whatever, and. Uh, like they ask people to come up and say something. And I'm so used to talking now, being a comic, I'm like, I'm about to spit some game. And I got up there, I started crying. I didn't know that would happen, man. It just, it was, it was weird, it was uncontrollable, so I couldn't even talk how I wanted to. But one of the things that's weird and that's funny is the first time you laugh, even if you laugh to yourself, like at a funeral. And my first little laugh to myself was, my uncle, he was like a deacon for the longest. Like he was a crackhead back in the 80s and the 90s and he got saved and shit. So uh, really good guy, I'm not shitting on him. He got saved and um, so he became a deacon and then he became, uh, what is it, a minister or a reverend or he, he got his own church and he get money, you know? So he was the one doing the, the, what is it, officiating or whatever of the wake or whatever. So he started doing it, and like my uncle was young, and at a young funeral, you ain't got like a lot of shit to say about a person, like, cause he didn't have no kids, he wasn't married, you know what I'm saying? He just was like me. I was, like, he's fucking drank and smoked weed, you know what I'm saying? So it ain't much you could like say. So it got funny, cause he was getting into the, uh, I don't even know if I could do this, like, uh, this is some very black church shit when the reverend started like, and ah, and he ah, and then ah, and he would start doing ah, he started doing all them, but he's so new to being a reverend that his like, his ah, wasn't like really hitting, like it was like, it was really weird, and then it was like watching a freestyle rapper run out of shit, cause he's like, he's like ah, ah, and then he was like, he was trying to name all the shit that my uncle was into, he was like, and uh, ah, he was Martin, uh, and he read and uh, he liked uh, pizza. Uh, I swear to God, I stopped crying. Like, what? Did they just say this nigga liked pizza? Like, it was the funniest. Like, it, it broke me out of my morning just for one second. And it was like, it's sad. They, they don't know enough about this motherfucker. That nigga, everybody liked pizza. He's like, yeah. He put it in. He put it in the ass, and I was like, "All right, this funeral is over. This shit is stupid." And that's death, nigga. <laughs> that, that's how you gotta end every bit, like, and that's relationships, and that's. <laughs> It'd be like uh, the Dave Chappelle, like, uh, just have a microphone insurance company because yeah. I'm just like throwing <laughs> them, smashing mics, them. man. Uh, the, the things that we do, uh, the, the discomfort around death is, is so interesting to me. Like, well, especially that, unexpected death. With younger yeah. people, I mean, he was 40, he wasn't old, but he wasn't young. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it, it wasn't something that, he wasn't sick or anything like that, and it wasn't anything that we saw coming. So that's even bigger, like, you know. I, I like the, uh, that he didn't, the, the minister, your, your other <laughs> uncle, uh, he like, he couldn't hit the, 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 the hits. Yeah, it's like a cadence to it. Like yeah. if you, uh, have you ever been to a black church and seen like that whole thing? It's like, it's a whole thing, you know what I'm saying? And uh, 
and and it's just part of the ritual of the church. But since he is a newer reverend to me, like I can, t I and too being a stand-up comic, you know how when you see people perform, you can tell how the performance is going. Like I don't do music, but now it's like you know how the sausage is made, so you can tell how the performance is going. And I could tell he's starting to kind of bomb a little bit. <laughs> like, <laughs> he was bombing at a funeral, and then he just he just, he likes pizza. <laughs> and I was just like, and that broke me out of my morning for a little bit because I was like, this motherfucker ran out of shit to say. <laughs> and everybody like crying and like wiping their eyes and like couldn't nobody address it because it would have been awkward. But there was a slight pause with everybody, just like, did he just say? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's reading off of like. Oh my god! Like you could have like came up with something else. That's like going to, and his favorite movie yeah. was <laughs> Star Wars, <laughs> not the prequels. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it was. It was just the cadence of the black sharks mixed in with just like my favorite color is it yeah was, it's like the things that you would ask a kindergartner yeah like, yeah it was just like damn man like his favorite food pizza <laughs> <laughs> that's how he said it that's so funny that's amazing. Uh, and it's that and, it, it, and it's just the thing of like uh you can't control mourning and like i said i didn't know i was going to like break down when i was there so uh you can't control that so that's what I, that's why I love comedy so much, man. Cause like, when you can get a laugh in in those crazy moments, you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, dude, like if we didn't, I, somebody was, I, we might have talked about this before, but uh, one of the things that separates humans, you know what I mean? Cause since we have such a self awareness of death, unlike a lot of animals, and we're just emotional creatures and social creatures, that it's like, if you want to say God, evolution, whatever the fuck, threw humor in there because if we had this whole experience but there was no levity to it, it would be horrible because <laughs> it's already bad. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And and laughter, a lot of it comes from pain. It doesn't necessarily have to. You know what I mean? But that's, I mean, you know, what is tragedy plus time? You know? Yeah, they're so close to one another. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, being able to like, you either laugh or you're you're gonna cry. Like, yeah. Or do a yeah. Bit of both, and, you know? and and laughing through tears is a very human. Just it's a weird feeling. Dude. Yeah. But yeah. and we also have that that mental illness factor of being a comic <laughs> like, oh yeah 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 you gotta you gotta know like you think of something funny in that moment you can't just out and say it like you gotta yeah you gotta wait for the right time and place yeah it's like the bad date thing yeah. but as a guy yeah. you're like but did you fuck her you know what i'm yeah. saying like you're always like digging for the like but did you you know yeah yeah, yeah. Do, you, do you guys ever think about that if you weren't a comic like if comedy wasn't a thing what would you do i would probably yes. kill myself yeah Dig graves for a living, or yeah. something, uh, some type of expression. You know what I mean? Maybe a writer, yeah. or like, a, yeah, but or yeah, or a gun in my mouth. Yeah. yeah. Well, a, a world without comedy uh, isn't one that that we want to live in. Yeah. Um, so, and that's why we do this podcast is to point out the things that you can laugh at um, by picking apart why you can't laugh at them. Uh, so everybody, give yourselves a round of applause. Thanks for being here. Thanks for yeah. being a part of this live episode of You Can't Laugh At That. Steve, is there anything you want to throw in? No, the towel. Yeah. <laughs> Throw the damn towel! <laughs>
right, everybody. Thank, Thank you all for doing this. This was so awesome. I'm headed to Hatfields. We do open mic every Thursday. And this coming Saturday, uh, if you are not here at the Comedy Festival, please be at Hatfields. It's going to be me as the host. Ned Timmons is featured. And Bill Squire, who is world famous and on the Alan Cox Show, is going to be headlining. So come on out. That's going to be a good one. Hell yeah. Oh. All right. Shameless plug. Also, a big thanks to the Odeon for allowing us to do this yes. here. Yes. Big thanks to Cleveland yes. Comedy Festival. It already happened if so. you're listening to this. <laughs> yeah, visit goldenoxstudio.com. Start your podcast with Jeremy. He's a fucking killer. He's an amazing human being. And uh, he does so much for the Cleveland comedy scene. I don't know where this scene would be right now without uh, people like Jeremy. So, Jeremy. Oh, sure. Yeah, so no, for real. We're going to edit that part out. <laughs> no, Just no. Kidding. No, it is going to be. Yeah, right. Yas. Yeah. 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 guys. Thank you again. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you for proving that you can laugh at all of that. <laughs> follow us. Yeah, follow us on Twitter. You can't laugh pod. Facebook. You can't laugh at that. And uh, yeah, check out. We have got over 100 episodes. So Check out Brett Talk, Cleveland Canine, uh, uh, two other podcasts on the network as well. So. Yeah. Yep. What's the one called? The... With the mental health? Shit brains. Shit brains. Check out shit brains. A lot of good stuff on there. All right, we're out. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of You Can't Laugh at That. Make sure, if you haven't already, to rate us on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast platform you get your episodes of You Can't Laugh at That. Make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you share with your friends. Like us and follow us on social media. We're at You Can't Laugh at That on Facebook and You Can't Laugh Pod on Twitter. On Instagram, you can follow the David Horning. That is my personal Instagram account where I post any things you can't laugh at that that I don't post on Facebook or Twitter. Make sure you join our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash you can't laugh pod. You'll get access to special bonus footage that we cut from the main episode. Because, not not because it's bad, but because it just doesn't fit the theme of the episode. We want to keep these episodes within an hour and 20 minutes or so. Otherwise, we'd run the light big time. We don't want that. So make sure you join our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash you can't laugh pod. $5 a month gets you access to all the bonus footage. $10 a month gets you access to you can't laugh at, you can't laugh at that. Which is a series that we will be starting in September of 2021, where we will go back through each one of our episodes and talk about what we learned and how we've used some of that in our own comedy to prove that you can laugh at that. So, yeah, that's really it. Thanks again for listening to our episode, and we hope that you found a way to laugh at that. If you'd like to weigh in on today's topic, follow us on Twitter at You Can't Laugh Pod or like us on Facebook at You Can't Laugh at That and tell us how you did laugh at today's topic or how you didn't. This is all about the conversation, is what I'm saying. All right. Bye.